Hey, it's Chef Carla, and welcome to Show Up Fully. This is a podcast where I talk to other creatives and entrepreneurs about how they show up in their real lives. If you don't know me, I'm a food stylist, photographer, and entrepreneur. I'm also the founder of Poppy. You can find more information in today's show notes and find me at Chef Carla underscore C on Instagram. Today's guest is Alona Pamplona, and I literally have probably known her for lifetimes. And we met through a mutual friend, Erin Parekh, and Erin is actually going to be on this podcast, so stay tuned. Ilona, you do so much in the world. I'm going to let you introduce yourself and how you serve the world. Thank you, Carla. And I agree. I think we are soul family. Um, it's been an honor to meet you and be here. Um, I'm Ilona Pamplona, and I am currently an astrology-informed life coach. And the reason I say currently is because when I started, um, I was focusing on self-compassion and clarity, but I grew up with a lot of spiritual tools and realized I couldn't not have that in the work that I do. And so what I do is I use the birth chart as a jumping point to understand a person because I believe astrology is the psychology of the universe. And when I see your chart, I can work with a client on what their limiting beliefs are, what their patterns are, what their gifts are, and help them really co-create the life that they want to live. And even though I'm focusing on astrology right now, I also believe that astrology is a self-compassion tool because when we can see that we have a, a story that we brought in, we can forgive ourselves for patterns, we can forgive ourselves for perceived mistakes, and we can really step into what we came here to do um, through the lens of astrology. That's incredible. I'm going to ask you a fun food question because I, I am a trained chef. What was your last meal? So I I don't cook a lot. And my last meal was actually more of like a tea. And I'm just so obsessed with tea. So I made myself this vanilla Earl Grey tea with a couple of drops of stevia and a splash of oat milk, because I love having really comforting, nourishing teas in between my workday. I love that. And we are the same wavelength for this because I drink teas all day long. Number one, Earl Grey is my favorite. And my favorite thing to do is a scoop of vanilla collagen powder inside of that with some oat milk. And like my mouth is watering right now because Me too. It's, it's my favorite thing. And I, and I love that we share that. I'm going to get straight into this podcast and what it's about. I called it show up fully for a reason because there is a buzzword showing up and it appears in wellness and it appears in spirituality and it appears in business and all these places are telling us to show up. But what does that actually mean? And I would love to know in terms of your work with astrology, with coaching, with human design sprinkled in, with intuition especially, mm -hmm. how does that showing up play in your life, in your client's life? And I'm really, really interested in your answer. I love this question because it could go so many ways, but what comes up for me is in a very succinct way, showing up is being present. And the reason I say this is when I, so I have a master's in health and wellness coaching. And when I was learning the foundations of it, there were studies on healing presence. So there are people who are completely catatonic. They have no response system to another human being around them. And 
when someone, whether it's a family member or a therapist or a, a, a wellness practitioner is in the same room with them, even sitting next to them, and they have good intentions or well regards towards them, their vitals change. And so there's this concept that we don't really bring into our worlds that our presence, our mere presence is the healing gift, is what we came to do and actually rather game to be because a lot of us are stuck in the mechanics of checklists and crossing things off and doing, 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 and what have you achieved when really showing up fully is you being you being fully yourself and being in the moment and enjoying the journey rather than having those lists, which either push us towards the past because the past is what dictated this list or being worried about the future because we have something to get done that we haven't accomplished. Being present is really a big part of the equation of being and showing up fully. I love this and I love this answer and I love the idea of not being into a to-do list that's in the past. Like I never thought about this because when we write these lists, this is for our future self to get done. And this is the idea of a planner and like all these different things. And I'm wondering, uh, how does your day flow in terms of, I know you have a schedule, I know you have clients, but is there a strict way, and I want to use that word specifically, strict way of doing things? And is there ability to lean into your intuition and say, you know what, I'm not going to do that today? I, yes. I'm just wondering because I know that your life is very informed by intuition. So I'm wondering how that plays out. I adore this question. And I would say for me specifically, because I think we're all designed differently, I I have a certain container. So I do have a scheduling system that, you know, clients can book with me. And I have certain days and times that I allow for people to work with me. And at the same time, I know myself and I know that in my life, there's been a pattern of things don't always go the way you expect them to. So I leave space for buffers and for life to happen because my intuition is always telling me it's not going to be the way you want. However, I also know that there are people who best work with very rigorous schedules. And so for me, my intuition says, I need some kind of container to get things done and I allow for flexibility for life to happen. And the intuition is what guides me into what gets to be experienced by me, where I can flow and where I get to be a little bit more structured. Amazing. I'm going to follow up with this with content because I feel like it's the perfect time to insert content and how you create content because you're on Instagram, you're on Clubhouse, you're very active on social media. Mm-hmm. And how does that schedule and intuition play into the factor of creation and of showing up in terms of social media? I adore this. I, I just, first of all, I'm a very curious person. I have a lot of air and mercury in my in my chart and in really interesting places. Um, and the reason I think this is so interesting is because I think a lot of people think of of 
astrology and they think of horoscopes like oh we're gonna find a romantic partner or we're gonna have a, a good money day but really when we understand what the stars are telling us from a business and content perspective we can really maximize the energy of the stars to get our messages across to you know um, make connections to launch and so for me month to month, I'll look and I'll see where is Mercury, the planet of communication, really in an auspicious um, aspect to something like Jupiter, which is good luck, or my midheaven, which is my career aspect, and be like, oh, this would be a really great day for a launch, or this would be a really great day for a special announcement. And when we understand that, it doesn't mean that we can't launch on other days or that we can't have special messages on other days, but knowing that those things are happening gives it like that extra little kick in the tush to make it just that more juicier, give it that much more impact. I love that. And it's interesting because I just launched the Poppy Content Lab and I knew that, and today we're recording it, that it was the full moon in Scorpio, which happens to be my sixth house, which is work and body. And I'm like, this is the perfect alignment to get my message out to release a new podcast, to tell my story about the evolution and why Mm -hmm. I launched. And it's so interesting that you're saying this because I took that into account in terms of this is the date, but it also, in terms of intuition to bring it to that, felt really amazing to be able to launch on that date. Yes, yes. And and there's that. So here's the thing. Humans don't trust themselves, right? When you're in tune with your intuition, you trust your path. But in the moments that you don't trust your path, that's what these tools like astrology and human design and coaching, they help us refine that inner knowing so that when we do these things, we feel confident in moving forward with these actions. I love that. I love that. And you are doing something very special because I want to make sure that I highlight this. You are doing a content forecast every single month for the Poppy Content Lab where you're going to be giving the special dates, the dates to avoid, and all those other things. And I feel like it's such a special... And I was thinking today of like how I would write um an Instagram post on this or how I would write a blog post on this. And I was thinking that it's like, it's almost like you have a roadmap of the month and you can pick and choose the dates where you can amplify what you're doing. Mm, Exactly. That's, and that's the word amplify, right? We, we are sovereign free will beings and we can create the life we want at any point in time, especially with our intention. But what you said, that word amplify, it just, it, it really allows the reach to go further than we might expect when we align with the cosmic placements. That's incredible. I love talking about all these things about how we can show up, how we can use tools to show up. But I also want to point out that no one talks about what happens when we don't want to show up. And Mm -hmm. I really want to, I'm, I'm interested in your answer, to know what happens when 
you don't want to show up, when you don't want to show up on social media, when you don't want to show up even for your clients or for your health or relationships in your life. Like, And you can share as little or as much as you like, but I feel like you're going to have a really interesting answer <laughs> to this. Well, I... I think that, you know, you use that word in the beginning, intuition, and I know you recently posted about intuition. And I think intuition, when we combine it with the cosmos, when we combine it with these these astrological placements, it it helps us unfold as it needs to be. There are going to be days where in our chart, we're going to want to take a nap or we're going to want to slow it down. Yet because of this world where it's like, do, 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 go, go, go. We may have not tapped into our intuition and overloaded ourselves. And one of the things that I have found is that the more I connect with my intuition and, and these assessments and these tools specifically for me, astrology, the more I trust that if I am not feeling fully be able in a place to fully show up, then the universe takes care of the schedule for me. I've literally had weeks where I wake up and I'm like, I don't think this is happening today. And I'm like, I'm not going to reach out. I'm going to see what happens. And clients will be like, something's happening. Can we reschedule? And I don't even have to do anything. My energy gets out there and the universe goes, we'll take care of this for you. And what I find is I'll have clients who fight their intuition. I have a client right now who every time she's like, she's, she's a super Virgo, super action oriented, super like, let's get this done. Like, here's the plan. And she, you know, we've had two sessions where we work on give yourself permission to take a break. It's okay to not work all the time. She went from making $400 in her side hustle to making six figures, taking that and making a six-figure business. And because she's not used to that, she feels like she's always going to be on. She's always going to be doing work. And when she starts, tr- now she's starting to trust. She she wasn't even into astrology and all these tools. And now she's like, okay, what's happening? She'll text me. What's happening in my chart that I want to take a nap today? <laughs> you know? And and now she's seeing it. So she's tuning in. She's actually saying, wow. I feel it. Yesterday I was all on and today I want a break. And we and she she feels it even though she was never raised to be attuned to this 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 type of work. That's incredible. And she's feeling it. And can we talk about because we talked about this before recording the podcast about how feeling happens in human design? Mm. Because I really think that it's an interesting point that and maybe you can do a little explanation of what human design is for people that haven't heard of it. But I think the feeling of how we receive information in the body is interesting for people first discovering intuition or trusting to their intuition and or listening to sensations that might be happening in their body. Yeah. So human design is a new um, esoteric methodology. I think that's what we call like astrology and these things. And the interesting thing about it is, is astrology, chakra, Kabbalah, and I Ching. So Chinese I Ching informs. So it brings all these methodologies into one map. And the way some people describe it is your aura type or your energy type, because it describes how your energy interacts with others. And the m- there's so many layers. But like I just said, it, it includes all these methodologies and there's all this information and there's all this, there's so much. But the biggest thing is until you understand your design type, there are four or five, depending on how you see the manifesting generator. And then there's different authorities, how you make choices. If you don't get any of that down, the rest doesn't matter. And the reason why 
is because in human design, there's this belief that you do not make big major life choices from your human brain. It's not a, you know, life, major life choices is not a logic, a game of logic. We have logic to interact and process and, and, and get things in order. We need the structure. We need structure. But the major life choices comes from more of a body experience. So some people might be an emotional authority and they get to learn that they have an emotional wave and they get to learn what that feels like in their body, in their energy, when they're really excited or really down and they're saying yes or no to something when that's not in alignment. Some people will have a sacral authority where the body will literally either grunt, like some people with a sacral authority, if some, if it's a yes, they might go, Ooh, like they'll literally like yelp. Or if it's a no, they'll have like that more like, ah, like that, those visceral reactions. My sister's a manifesting generator. And whenever it's a yes, she has a, uh, she gets goosebumps in her arms. So now she's attuned. Like now she knows that's like, okay, she's a sacral authority. And the way her body's telling her yes, is that those, those goosebumps on her arms, um, and so it's tuning into the, the knowledge of the body. And then there's a splenic authority that's more of like, they call it a soft whisper. And that requires really intentional listening to your body and your energy. But as you can hear, none of it is sit down and think about it for 40 minutes or for a day, right? It's not about thinking. It's about what is your energy? What is your intuition? What is your body telling you so that you can be aligned to your highest self? Boom. It's like... That, uh, you know, I, I think that people have these lists of like the positive and negative things, because that's what I'm thinking of right now. It's like that list will never help you. And that's why when people write the pros and cons of a situation, it it's it may be helpful in some ways. But really, if you do that list, and I've done it a million times, I'm like, I'm no better than when I started before, because that's coming from my brain, as mm-hmm. opposed to coming from my body. And I know, from me, I noticed, I almost have like a visceral reaction where I kind of contract my body when I know something is not mm-hmm. right. Interesting. I love that. I also so, love the, I don't know if you know about there's, there are all these things, including arrows in the human design map. And one of them so according to human design, there are different types. One's called the manifester, but that doesn't mean not everyone manif- – the only manifestors manifest. Everyone manifests. It's like knowing your design. And so there's a part of it where it tells you, are you a specific or non-specific manifester? So non-specific manifestors, which is like a left-facing arrow, they're going to do best when they have that list and they have specific details. That's a part of the population. Some people are going to use that. And then some people, I, for example, I'm a non-specific manifester. So for me, vision boards, I was never like really into them, like writing details, like I'll write them. I'm like, this means nothing to me, but I love looking at my handwriting. And when I found out I'm a non-specific manifester, it made so much sense to me because it's about tapping into the feeling of what you want to create in this world to manifest rather than getting to the specifics. So it's also understanding there's a reason why some people write lists and there's a reason why some people write lists and nothing happens. <laughs> this is amazing. I'm so glad that I asked this question about writing the pros and cons list because for me, and I probably am not specific. I have to look at my chart. Um, it's interesting because we're all so different, but it's also interesting is that once we just dis- 
you know, understand the design, we're like, oh, that makes sense. Like it almost gives us a a permission, especially Mm. with the things which we view as negative. I Mm -hmm. had Gwen Dittmar on this podcast and we talked a little bit about human design, but the conversation that we had is, is that sometimes we have things that or habits or maybe tendencies that we view as negative, but they're not necessarily negative. They may be part of our design. And knowing that really is like a permission slip to be like, okay, this isn't this isn't a bad thing. Yeah, that's why I mentioned before that I use astrology as a self-compassion tool. And the reason is, so I'm also a word nerd. I'm a polyglot. I speak several languages. I figured out a, I figured out how to speak languages, like some languages while traveling abroad. I'm just wired for words. And when I got into self-compassion when I was doing my master's is because when you look at the word compassion, everyone thinks it's like self-love and self-care. But the word compassion comes from Latin compassione, which means to suffer with. So when you're being compassionate with someone, that means they're having a hard time. You may or may not know what they're going through, but you're holding space for them to unravel that. And when you're being compassionate with yourself, it means you're going through it and you're allowing yourself to go through the difficulty. And so these tools, right, go, oh my gosh. So for example, I have a North Node in Virgo, which one of the interpretations could be like, take care of your health. And I have struggled with health for so long. And when I heard that a North Node in Virgo could be like, take care of your health, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have been suffering with health, with my weight, with my, like I've had so many health issues. One of the reasons I got into health and wellness coaching is because I suffered from digestive issues for almost a decade. And it's, I suffered. And when I found this out, I was like, I don't have to beat myself up for this. I wrote this into my story and I get to use this tool for transformation and not to beat myself up with. Oh, so powerful. So powerful. We could talk for hours and you know that, but I would love if you have anything else that you would like to add before we wrap up this podcast. And I feel like you have one more nugget for people. Is there anything that you want to share? Oh my goodness. I mean, there's so much. I mean, I definitely want to make sure everyone knows that um, we're we're collaborating on this astrology content forecast for the Poppy um, team and, and all of the beautiful souls in there because we can use astrology for so many ways in our lives. And one of the things that comes up for me, for anyone listening and who's excited about this conversation, whether it was a human design, the intuition or astrology, is that the idea is not to make this, this is not a doctrine. This is not, you know, I believe life is a choose your own adventure. These tools are the jumping points to understand who we are and how we're showing up in the world. And if we want to change that narrative, be more empowered, be more magical, then we know what's in our recipe. We know what our compass is pushing us towards so that we can go in the direction we want. It's not a doctrine. It's not a dogma. It's not, it's not like this is the end all be all. It's just that like re recalibration to who we get to be and how we get to do it. I love that, Alona. Thank you so much. How can we 
work with you? How can we support you? Where can we find you? All those things. Well, Instagram is my jam. So at ilonapamplona.com. I mean, Ilona Pamplona. I love, love Instagram. I love the visuals. I love connection. It's such a magical space for me. I also have a website that is going to be rebranded soon, but ilonapamplona.com. Those are the two main platforms. I would love to connect with anyone who wants to know more about how astrology could help them figure out their soul's purpose if they're confused. And I can't wait to support more of the poppies. Thank you so much, everyone. Oh, you just have to go follow Ilona. And you definitely have to get on her newsletter as well. That's that's a thing because it's full of gems. And also for the Poppy Content Lab, every single month, she is going to be dropping a monthly forecast. If you want to learn more about that, you can head to today's show notes. I'll put her website and all the information. I want to thank you, Alona, for taking the time to be with us today. I just adore you. Thank you. I adore you, love. Thank you. And everyone listening, if you are on iTunes especially, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe. This is what spreads the message of this podcast, and I really appreciate it. If you are on Instagram, take a screenshot of this podcast and let us know what you think. Tag tag Alona, tag myself, and put it up in your stories and share it so that we can continue the conversation. I am sending you all love. Thank you for listening. Bye.